Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Welcome back to the Daily Doses Bible Overview. Thanks for joining us. And as I was getting ready to record just now, it dawned on me that uh, we're not going to cover every single verse in the Bible because this is just an overview. You're going to see today that we're going to skip around a little bit in Genesis chapter 2. We'll be in verses 8 and 9 and 15 through 17. But what's difficult about that is that the Bible itself, the Bible itself is an overview. I don't know if you remember like I do in college, if you didn't want to read the book that you were assigned in literature class, you could run to the bookstore, get this little pamphlet that was black and gold, and it said Cliff's Notes on it. And the Cliff's Notes would kind of give you a summary of the plot and tell you kind of what's going on so you could write the paper or pass the test or whatever. And uh, that was something that uh, some of us were interested in back in those days. Uh, It'd be interesting to think about the Bible as Cliff's Notes. Uh, Because actually, if you think about God's redemptive plan for humanity from thousands and thousands of years ago to when the Bible was done being written maybe 1,900 years ago, all that time that the Bible was being written, think of all the things that happened. Think of all the things that God did to advance his plan for redemption for humans through Christ and setting that up with the Israelites in the Old Testament. So many things God was doing that were never recorded. Just Jesus' life itself, think of that. What we have is just a very, very, very small fraction of everything in redemptive history. And so the Bible itself is a summary. The Bible itself, every word of it, every phrase, every chapter, every verse is part of a very, very important overview, and we should be very intimate with all of it. So it's difficult to think about doing an overview here where we're skipping around even the overview itself. And uh, be that as it may, it's still better to do this than nothing. So I hope that you're with us, and I hope you stick with us today. Uh, Genesis 2, 8, and 9 to start out with. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant for the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Skip down to 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, "You You may surely eat of every tree in the garden. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Just a couple things I want to pull out of here in verses 8 and 9. I thought it was, thank God that he didn't just give us things in creation that are functional, i.e. that are good for food, but he also gave us things that are pleasant to the sight. And I wonder what that's about. God didn't have to give us things that are pleasant to the sight. My family and I are watching a TV show right now on Netflix that the girls, they're into horses called Heartland, and it's filmed up in Alberta, Canada by the Canadian Rockies, and just these beautiful vistas of mountains and plains and rivers and streams, and it just dawns on us every time we get to see one of those scenes uh, how beautiful God's creation is. I was just looking out the window and seeing my kids getting some work done, my wife out in the yard with them, and And my kids, my wife, are beautiful. They're pleasant to the sight. There are so many things in creation that are pleasant 
to the site that we can thank God for, which he certainly didn't have to make them that way, but he did. And isn't that awesome? If you skip down to uh, verse 15 through 17, it says that the Lord put Adam in the garden to work it and to keep it. Now, what's interesting is after Adam falls, we'll find that out more later this week in chapter 3, there's going to be some curses and some consequences for Adam and Eve's sin. And one of them is that it's going to be a lot more work for him to bring forth fruit from the ground and, and crops from the ground. But even before the fall, God had work for Adam to do in the garden. It's always been part of God's design that we would have work to do. Put Adam in the garden to work it and to keep it. Not just work to do, but responsibility to have. Uh, it talked about in chapter 1, dominion over the earth. To subdue it, to have a dominion over the creatures of the earth. So we've been given responsibility and we've been given work to do even before the consequences of sin forced us into a position where we'd have to do even more work. Back up to 8 and 9, uh, there's just to set the stage for the rest of this week, there's three categories of trees in the garden. One is every other tree, all the trees that are good for food. And, and God says you can have anything from any of them. And then there's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God says you cannot eat from that tree. And then there's the tree of life. We're going to find out how those things all play together as we move forward. I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you're fed by God's word as we look at it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. And it's just amazing to imagine the things that come to mind new each time that we open it up and consider it. I pray that that's happening to the people who are following along with this overview and uh, that that would continue to happen to us throughout our lives as we become more familiar with your word, more familiar with you. Lord, help us to have faith in this uh, as it is true and reliable and accurate, not just old stories and allegories from thousands of years ago, but that these are real living and active words that your spirit can use to speak to us and to guide us today. Lord, would you stir in us faith and trust and reliance and dependence on you? And as you do that, would you use us more effectively in the world? I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th, through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.